The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Todd McClure, who joins us here in the locker room on the fan, 680, 93.7 FN. Todd, Happy New Year. How you doing, brothers? Good to hear from you. Happy New Year, guys. Good to be on, man. And yeah, you might need to redo that intro. Used to be a tough son of a gun. I, I don't know if I am anymore, man. Uh. How's it retired life? You like uh, you like the wild game life, and you don't have a problem getting outside a little bit? No, no, I'm outside every day, man. I'm hands on. You know, man uh, can tell you. You know, we have buddies that you know got a lot of money, don't have anything to do, and if you don't have drive, like I got to keep my mind busy, my hands busy, and uh, you know, part part of retirement. So uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy being outside and uh, enjoying raising my kids. So that's it. Well, Todd, I wanted to have you on and, and talk to you and get your mind and pick your brain a little bit about the Falcons coaching situation. Another three years, another new coach is what it seems like has been a rinse and repeat, unfortunately, for too long. You've been through a bunch of them. I saw four different head coaches and three GMs. You saw more than that. What would you like to see in the new head coach for your Atlanta Falcons, offensive-minded, defensive-minded, uh, leader of men? Talk about what you want to see a guy comes in here. And then some of the guys that have been rumored as well, whether it's Belichick or uh, Harbaugh or some of the other guys. Yeah, man, I know me and you kind of chatted a little bit, text back and forth. Um, you know, of course, y'all know, I think the most important thing is we got to figure out what's going to happen at quarterback. And, you know, that's based on the team. Do you go out and get a Kirk Cousins or, or try to get a Justin Fields based on your roster right now? Or do you have to go draft a guy? Or do you have to do both? Go get an experienced guy to go draft a guy. Uh, and then, to me, I would love to see an offensive-minded young guy. Uh, I'd go cherry-pick somebody off of uh, the Rams staff or Miami staff. I just like what they're doing, you know. Uh, and all due respect to, to Coach Belichick, you know, love what he's done, love what he's done for the game, for the game and in his career. I just think he's a stale hire right now. You know, I, I just think it's his name. Uh, I just don't don't like what he would bring to the franchise, to the fan base. I think you got to go get somebody young, somebody motivated that's wanting to come in and do some different things with this offense. We had a chance to watch Mr. Blank and Rich McKay have the press conference after Arthur Smith was let go. And, and I'll be honest, we were all taken aback that Terry Fontenot, our general manager, was not there. You played in the organization. Has Rich McKay always wielded the power that he has right now? Because it seems like right now he's Arthur Blank's right-hand man. No, absolutely. And Rich has been that guy for a long time. I, I think he's been uh, Arthur's sounding board. Rich has been around the game since, you know, he was a kid. Um, I think the thing with, with Terry not being there, what, what I first thought was, are they going after uh, a head coach that, you know, likes the GM responsibilities? And uh, you think about that, you, you immediately look at Belichick, you look at Harbaugh. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think they're going to go look at everybody, but you have to think that they have that one candidate in, in the back of their mind that they want to hire. I just hope it's somebody fresh. 
somebody innovative on the offensive side because it seems like to me we have Ryan Nelson who did an unbelievable job with our defense. You got the defensive guy already there, you know, so you don't want to bring in, in my opinion, a head coach that's going to try to step on his toes because he knows what he's doing. I think you have to go get an offensive-minded guy or if you go get a Raheem Morris, uh, the quarterback coach there with the Rams, is he ready? I think it's Richardson. Is he ready to come in and be an offensive coordinator? Because he's been around that that McVay, that Shanahan scheme, which seems to be the successful scheme right now in the NFL. Former Falcons offensive lineman Todd McClure joining us here in the locker room on the fan 680-93.7 FM. Todd, to me, a uh, a sign of an offensive line or offensive lineman that's really, really good is that you know nobody really talks about them at all. And I'm talking about now the rookie Matthew Bergeron. Mm. I mean, he was plug and play. What's your thoughts on how he performed this season and his future? You know, he's impressive. I had the opportunity. Uh, when Finn hosted the event, when they brought in some, some you know, ex-players to, to meet with the draft picks, and I had the opportunity to sit at the table with Bergeron, and I was impressed from the get-go. And, you know, he was telling me about his goals for the year, the things he wanted to accomplish. And sometimes you kind of take that tongue-in-cheek, you know, for a rookie. Everybody has big goals. But for him to go out, uh, I think he struggled – Maybe in the first game. I mean, you're learning the speed of the game because you go in training camp and preseason, and that's one speed. You get in a regular season game, and that's another speed. But he just settled in, man. The kid's athletic. He's big. He has the right mind for the game. And he's a guy that will play this game for a long time if he can stay healthy, and hopefully he'll stay in Atlanta for that time. What's your opinion, Todd? You know, Arthur Blank is getting a little bit older. He has done everything he can off the field, you know, for the community. He put his own money into the dome when he didn't even own the building. He wants to win. But your opinion, as he gets a little bit older, this hire right here, it, it should be a long-term hire. And we keep hearing this Bill Belichick talk. It doesn't seem like it's for the long term. What's your opinion on maybe a decision that's made for the right now instead of the long run because of where Arthur Blank is and his age and his ownership? Yeah, that, that's possible, you know. And look, Mr. Mr. Blank, this is his team, you know. If he can go hire who he wants to hire to, to try to achieve the goals that he wants to achieve, and if that's what he wants to do, then shoot, let him go do it, man. But, um, you know, I, I just want to see, and I know all of our fans want to see the Falcons be successful. Uh, I think the hire is really big. and then, But the most important thing to me with all the other pieces you have on this team you got to figure out who that quarterback's going to be this year and then who it's going to be for the future. Former Atlanta Falcons offensive center Todd McClure joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93-7 FM. I was talking off air to the guys. Why do you care? You know, there's so many NFL players, they play for a team, they bounce around. You were fortunate enough, you played here, you know, your entire career. But why do you care? This team has been up and down, and there are a lot of people that just are kind of in and out with the Falcons. But you care, and there are a lot of fans that really do care. What is it about this organization that wants you to still be a part of it and you want to see them get that Super Bowl like a lot of people want to as well? There's a couple reasons for me. The, the number one reason is I spent 14 years of my life uh, there in Atlanta for this team. Y'all, y'all trying to get me emotional this morning, but uh, <laughs> we, we're not going there. There's just so many guys that I play with, like Ben, uh, you know, and, and guys in that locker room that I love, man, that I spent, my, I spent more time with those guys than I did with my wife and my family uh, during my career. You know, it just means something. 
And then the the second reason is because I live in Louisiana uh, around all these Saints fans, you know, and I got to hear it every year that we don't have a ring, they got a ring, this and that. So that's why I want the Falcons to be successful and, and go win that Super Bowl one time. No, I want to get your opinion because I saw you get vocal on social media for a minute, which you don't do very often, but it is entertaining when you do it. Um, the fake victory formation uh-huh. handoff for a touchdown late in that ball game and how disrespectful Jameis Winston and the entire offense was to the game of football, but specifically to our Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, it's so Bush League, man. He's, uh, of course, Jameis wasn't in that whole game until the end, and you just look at him. He's just, he, he's a character, man. And I, I'm going to say that lightly, a character. I could use some other words. He's a goofy but, son of a gun. Yeah, I mean, he just doesn't respect the game, man. <laughs> you, you don't do that, you know. And then to, to watch his, his interviews afterwards when the, when the reporter tried to ask him why he did it, he tried to flip it on the reporter. It just, it bugs me. I mean, you watch guys that, that play this game the right way. And like I told some guys, Drew Brees never would have done that. You know, or uh, Warren Moon never would have done that. Not that it's a – I don't want to bring it into a racial thing, but you just – playing in the in the league as long as he has, there's certain things that you just don't do. And like everybody has said, if you want to get the guy touchdown, line up in the eye, line up in yep. normal formation and do it, but don't line up in the victory formation. It's just the unwritten rule and you don't do it classless, man. No doubt. I want to go back to something you mentioned earlier, Todd, because you dealt with this. You dealt with Chris Chandler. You dealt with the rookie in Michael Vick. You dealt with the rookie in Matt Ryan. You dealt with veterans in Joey Harrington and Chris Redman. I mean, boy, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in there. Um, <laughs> my, my question is around a veteran guy, like you're talking about bringing in here and grooming a young guy or dealing with a young rookie quarterback. You've, did it, you've done it twice. Uh, how hard is it to get those guys acclimated to – NFL football. You know, it's uh, each guy was different. I know a lot of times people ask me who was my my favorite quarterback to play for, Michael Vick or Matt Ryan, and those guys' minds for the game were, were different. Uh, I said, you know, that Vick was an athlete. He trusted his athletic ability. He wasn't a guy that, that you know was a, a, a student of the playbook. I mean, he he would tell you that now. And then Matt comes in, and Matt want to learn the game. I can remember Matt as a rookie going in and rehearsing like our first 15 plays and seeing Malarkey in the background smiling like a ratty cheese, you know. <laughs> he was so proud of Matt because he could recite it and Matt had a mind for it, you know. Um, but to get back to your point, uh, you know, I, it all goes back to what Mr. Blank wants to do. If he wants to win next year, be competitive next year, you got to go get a guy that, that might give you one or two years and I think bring the quarterback in the future. You look at Jordan Love, man. What Green Bay has done from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love, yep. allowing those guys to sit under a great it, – it shows you that it's better for a, a young quarterback to sit if he can. You know, and if you look over at Carolina, and that guy's been thrown into the fire this year. I would rather my guy, my guy of the future – be able to come in and learn under somebody that's done it for a long time. Speaking of guys of the future, you know, hiring a coach, the Falcons have not hired a coach with coaching experience since Dan Reeves. Uh, and I know you said you want a young, innovative offensive mind, and I'm there with you, whether it's Bobby Slowick out of Houston or somebody of the Mike McDaniel tree, I'm good with any of that. How important is that when a new coach walks in that's never been a head coach, how he ingratiates himself inside the locker room? Yeah, it's really important, and uh, we've been on both ends of it. You know, Jim Moore came in 
as a as a young guy, and I think got too close with the guys in the in the locker room. You know, Jim was a great guy. I enjoyed playing for him. But there's a line you have to walk, you know. And uh, I think part of what got him at the end is he got too close with guys. I mean, you got to build a bond, but you you know you, you can't hang out with the guys. Uh, that's just my opinion, you know. And then we go to the other extreme with Bobby Petrino that was. He was like Adolf Hitler, you know, and just nobody liked him. We'll go viral now. Never smiled, uh, you know, just complete different ends of the spectrum. Never tried to fit in with the locker room. Uh, so there's a fine line there. Uh, I still think you got to go young, man. Unless the goal for Mr. Blank and the Falcons is I want to win one in the next two years, and I think, you know, an old guy that's been around is the way to do it, then, you know, if that's what he wants to do. You know, he's got the power to do it. And lastly, wrapping up with Todd McClure, former Atlanta Falcon, here in the locker room on the fans, 680-93-7 FM. If that's the way to go, the veteran quarterbacks that could be available, Justin Fields, maybe Russell Wilson, maybe Kirk Cousins, who do you think would be the best quarterback to help the Falcons maybe get a Super Bowl in the next couple of years? Oh, man, that's a tough question. I just, I mean, I'm going to go out and say it now. I, I don't like Russell Wilson and what he would bring to the locker room. Uh, just from the stories you hear and the guys that have been around him. Uh, Justin Fields is very intriguing. He's healthy. Uh, he's a guy that shows us, shows flashes that, that he can do some really good things in the league. Uh, and then you look at Kirk Cousins, how bad is his injury? I think if Kirk Cousins was healthy and available, he would be the guy that you can go put in there uh, because he can make all the throws. He can run the offense. You have all the parts around him. Uh, with the young offense, and then maybe you can get Kyle Pitts a little bit more involved and, and do some things with him, and that'd be another weapon you would have out there. Uh, so it's going to be really interesting on which way they go, and I think you know once they hire that, that new coach or the new offensive coordinator, he's going to kind of guide them in, in which way to go there. Fantastic stuff, as always. We love catching up with you, Todd. We always appreciate your time. Uh, love to see you when you come to Atlanta. And uh, good things for you and the family is what we always want, and we look forward to catching up with you down the road. Thank you, guys. Always enjoy coming on. There he is, the Mud Duck, Todd McClure, joining us here in the locker room on the fan, 680-93.7 FM. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best.